Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, ready for another edition of the Pitting Combination Podcast. Wyatt, Dick, thanks for uh, being a part of it as always. And uh, you know, at this time, we'd really probably break down Iowa's last uh, competition. Um, you know, two big wins against Purdue and Ohio State, but that seems to be kind of the backstory and uh, probably the most notable thing this week. Iowa shut down uh, due to COVID protocol and uh, no in-person activities. So no practice, no competition for top-ranked Iowa uh, until uh, further notice. Uh, no, no time frame uh, given. What do you guys take away from from that news that uh, came down Monday night? Well, to me, it's just too bad. It's just one of those situations. But at the same time, um, I I think it's if it's going to happen, I'm glad it's happening now, versus versus in a couple of weeks. So uh, maybe they can get the get this taken care of now. Yeah, it's not it's not like it's uh, new. I mean, there's schools within the Big Ten that have had to do this. Obviously, Michigan. You know, so there's your top two schools right now, at least wrestling wise in the, in the school or in the conference. Uh, the ARC has had to deal with that and Division Three, and, and I'm sure there's other schools around the, the country that are doing that. We just evidently found one in the Big 12 that, uh, today. So, Yeah, and, and actually uh, the three top schools. Uh, I think Penn State had a situation in January uh, where they were shut down. For weeks, obviously, Michigan. It was the entire athletic department. Um, you know, uh, they're still uh, out for basketball and everything else. Um, you know, and we we saw what well, we saw. Just kind of, uh, you know, first it was Marinelli, who who wasn't in the lineup because of uh, the COVID nineteen protocols. Then it was Caleb Young who apparently it sounds like tested positive on the trip to Purdue or while he was at Purdue. Um, and then, well, after, actually it was Marinelli, then Tom Brands, uh, and then Caleb Young um, over the tr- during the trip. And then, uh, so th- these are things that just like small little uh, things that kind of led to this. Um Maybe it was inevitable after those first couple uh, positive tests. So, so uh, this is news to me. So you're saying that while they were on their trip, they do a test. They do a test when they get to school. I'm pretty sure that visiting teams and the Big Ten protocol. I think, or at least Iowa's protocol. I think it's like like once every 48 hours. And if Nathan knows more, you can uh, kind of let, let us know too. Our producer, Nathan Ford, who's probably in tune to some other things. But um, I'm pretty sure there's a test every 48 hours. Um, and I know visiting teams have to test when they get there. Um, so I'm guessing it's kind of the same thing, either – it was a test within the 48 hours that they're supposed to, or, you know, they have to test being the visiting team. And it sounded like it, it came back positive 
um, for for Young while he was at Purdue. So, so, so here's what I'm seeing. This I'm picturing in my mind. They probably test before they leave. I would think, and then so here are these kids that they have to test before they leave, when they get to wherever they're going to immediately. So within, and then once so he tests positive. How does he get home? Does he ride the bus home? Does he? Do they have a separate COVID vehicle, COVID cab, or whatever? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, you know, and um, I, I know depending on some road trips, there's a van that takes equipment and stuff like that, um, along with the uh, the bus. Um, you know, depending on the the trips, you know, they could have a separate van or vehicle uh, for him to ride and and if not maybe they just clear out you know everyone sit up front yeah the young you're in the back yeah <laughs> well that could be um yeah but i'm, I'm not uh, exactly sure how how that works um but it certainly is a dilemma and one you wouldn't Jeez. even have to think of before this year you know um oh, so the the thing now, I mean, Wyatt, you mentioned, uh, you know, hey, we're not uh, you'd rather have it now than later. Is it concerning that there isn't a return date? That was one thing that kind of struck me as odd. Uh, Jr. I, I exchanged messages with Jr. He didn't seem to think it was uh, out of the ordinary, um, but it just seemed. One, it could be, hey, maybe it's just a week. Maybe they just decide, hey, we're going to shut everything down, see where everybody's at in six days. If everybody's good, we'll start up, and you don't have to wait 10 to 14 or 17 days, whatever the, the conference uh, protocol is. Um, or is it something more concerning that, hey, there isn't a, okay, 17 days is enough. Uh, this could extend further than that because um, I'm not sure on the timeline with Michigan but they haven't started up yet yeah I, I don't know what the what the protocol is myself but um, my my thinking is at two weeks or 12 days uh, would be plenty of time to go through uh, everybody involved um, and, and even if they're exposed in that time it, it you know but I don't know what the Iowa's protocol is I don't I'm not real sure of the big tens you know and like you say Michigan if they're down for an extended period of time um, who, who knows what what Iowa will bring in store because um, you know what's what's the big tens a, mo a month away now I guess that's four weeks so you know that's plenty of time to at least get prepared for that yeah well and also if, that, if they're if he's riding the bus or whatever they, however they travel, I'm guessing bus or vans or whatever. So he's obviously exposed other people that were in the bus in the van. So you kind of have to wait for that time period to pass before they can test positive if they're going to or negative. And so that's why they're probably prolonging it. I'm hoping, <laughs> and, and I'm hoping it's not a Michigan situation where they have that that variant that uh, they're being very cautious with. So. Right. And uh, the, the one thing that uh, I, I just want to go back to the find the uh, original press release and um, 
consult the, the verbiage that was used here because I'm pretty sure it was stated that um, this was a decision made by uh, like the universe it's at the direction of the University of Iowa medical team. So it wasn't anything uh, necessarily from the athletics department, from the Big Ten. I'm guessing this was uh, a suggested move from the medical team to maybe get out in front of something um, more than anything else. Yeah, that, that, so would, that it would almost make sense if that was the case to, to um, basically stop it before it gets going. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it wasn't anything with the, the State Department of Public Health, which I think um, Michigan's was. Um, so maybe that's uh, a little bit different given uh, maybe they're just trying to be more proactive than anything. Uh, I know it sounds like uh, Tom Brands was asymptomatic. Um, you know, uh, he was going to have to... Um, Missed the trip to Penn State. Obviously, Penn State's canceled. Well, postponed. I think they're looking, you know, to try to possibly reschedule it if, uh, you know, I was back and, and they have time before the Big Tens. Um, you know, the one little bit of news, obviously, uh, Iowa won against Purdue and Ohio State pretty handily, even shorthanded. Um but Tony Cassiope uh, shared Big Ten Wrestler of the Week honors. He had two falls uh, in that double duel on Sunday. Um, he shared it with Sammy Sasso uh, from Ohio State, who had a, a big pin over Max Murin um, in that duel. But, um, yeah, I, I guess it's just uh, just have to keep an eye out on, on how things progress there in Iowa City, and hopefully they – bounce back sooner than later. Yeah, let's let's hope because uh, those would have been, uh, you know, on a, on a regular year, those would have been a couple of great duels. And uh, um, at least my feeling, you would have got to see where all three schools were sitting, you know, where they, where they fared. Yeah, and, and I, with COVID, you know, at every level, you kind of, I don't want to say limp along, but you kind of make your adjustments and, and do what needs to be done to be able to get to the finish line. And, uh, you know, that's what's really important here. So, yeah, we missed, might have missed a good duel, but it's that national, the Big Tens and national tournament and other qualifying tournaments. So that's where, you know, that's the finish line. So they've got to do. Now, one other note in that uh, Purdue meet was uh, when you had Battle of Iowa kids with uh, Max oh, and yeah. Brands at 184. I thought it might be worth mentioning. That was an interesting outcome uh, with, with Lion beating Brands 6-1. Uh, to one. And So, nice win. For yeah. Uh, interesting for uh, uh, Lion. Uh, two quality wins over uh, uh, Brands. And earlier this season, he beat uh, Brown Eagle of Illinois, too. So, uh, you know, Max has got two quality wins there and, and uh brands did a nice job bouncing back in the ohio state duel against rocky jordan but yeah it's kind of kind of neat to see the two iowa uh kids go at it um they're in that purdue duel 
Yeah, and of course they've never met in high school because uh, I think Max was a little heavier at that time, <clears throat> where where uh, Nelson has grown grown into eighty four. But uh, yeah. it, it was kind of interesting when you see a, a two and three time state champions going at it from each other and they're fifty miles apart or grow up fifty miles apart. Right, and yeah. I don't think I don't think Western Dubuque was in the in the Mississippi Valley yet back then. So. No. Yeah, so we'll we'll have to keep an eye on uh, uh, kind of Iowa status here going forward to see when they return uh, to practice. I'm assuming that uh, uh, even next week's duels uh, with Northwestern and Wisconsin are probably off the table just because um, you know they're they're going to be shut down for the rest of the week. Um, and that includes practice. So you think you'd want to give them some time to practice before throwing them out there in competition. Uh, well, on behalf of Wyatt Schultz and Dick Briggs, I'd like to thank everybody for watching and listening to us, to us gab about wrestling for a while. And as always, we'll let uh, Wyatt take us home. Let's keep wrestling on the move. <laughs>